Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller. Today's episode is 116, so if you head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash 116, you'll get all the show notes. This episode, we welcome back a very good friend of the show and a great friend of mine, Gary Huang from the Seven Figure Seller Summit, which is beginning next week from the 16th to the 20th of August, 2021, as I'm recording this. Gary was pioneering virtual events long before the pandemic hit, so he's a grandmaster when it comes to holding online events. There's a galaxy of expert speakers over five days, covering everything from mindset, freight forwarding, listing optimization, PPC, exits, as well as quite a few case studies from seven and eight figure Amazon sellers who've actually managed to thrive in spite of all the obstacles that COVID and Amazon have thrown their way in the last 18 months. And the best part about the summit is that it's live and it's free. But if you do want to buy replays of the sessions, you can. So all you got to do is head over to www7, that's the number seven, figuresellersummit.com to find out more. So that's seven figure seller summit to find out more. Now, don't forget to join my Facebook group. So all you got to do is head over to the australianseller.com forward slash Facebook. And of course, I'm still offering private coaching this year. So please head over to the australianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session with me and make sure you're heading in the right direction and all that stuff. Now, if you own or work for an established consumer product brand, please contact me. My company is over at www.amosphere.com.au. So that's spelled A-M-A-S-P-H-E-R-E.com.au. And I'll help you get set up and selling on Amazon. But for now, let's get on with this week's show with Gary Huang. back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast and today I am absolutely delighted delighted and thrilled to welcome back to the show Gary Huang. Gary, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be here, Chris. Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's an absolute joy as, as always. Now, you are the host, the presenter, the founder of the Seven Figure Seller Summit. Um, first of all, do you want to explain or give us a bit of a background on you and also the summit as well? We can, have a, we can dive into some, some topics after that. Yes. Well, I'll be brief. So I'm the founder and host of the Seven Figure Seller Summit, mm-hmm. and we were um, voted the favorite Amazon conference slash event of 2020 in Seller Poll. And so we're super thankful for our really engaged audience. And this will be the fifth time we're running our online event. And um, it's all about you know this year for Amazon and e-commerce sellers, especially on one hand, Q4 is right around the corner. Everyone's preparing for winning time. On the other hand, this year, things are different with all of the the logistics problems, the high shipping rates and Amazon's inventory controls. You know, I'm calling it the perfect storm. You know, how these seven figure sellers are really navigating through this so they can get to the promised line and win in Q4. So that's what the summit is all about. And uh, do you want me to talk about myself a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give us a a quick intro on yourself as well, because you've been sourcing for a while too, right? And lots of other things. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, to, just to make it short, so I don't bore everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm from the states originally, as you can probably tell from my accent. I'm from Los Angeles, born and raised there, went to school there. I would say the first chapter of my my uh, e-commerce journey was back in 2005. So I started out selling on e-com on eBay. 
So back then, eBay was the king, like Amazon FBA is now. Mm. I was selling uh, women's shoes. So I was a shoe salesman online on eBay. And um, I I was doing all the pick and pack myself. There was no FBA. And so I was boxing everything. I had like my inventory rack, all the different shoe sizes. I had this this uh, trusty Zebra thermal label, print, label printer. And then I was driving to the post office every day to make deliveries. So I thought I was like the man, you know, running my little business. Uh, so that was, that's how I got started. I probably sold thousands or tens of thousands of shoes and wow. women's apparel over the years. I did. And I used to go to a lot of um, eBay events back in the day. eBay, I don't know if they're still doing this, but they had this signature eBay live event. I was a power seller. I was meeting other eBay sellers, learning kind of like all the, the events that you see for Amazon these days. Yeah. So this was 2005 to 2008. So that was chapter one of my e-commerce journey. 2008, as everybody remembers, the global financial crisis hit. My business was taking a dive. At the same time, I really wanted to give Asia and China, especially uh, a shot. Um, my family is originally from China. I'm second generation Chinese American. I was very fortunate to speak Mandarin Chinese at home. Mm -hmm. So I had some language. I, I did study abroad. When I was in college in China, so I had some experience in Shanghai. It was the place to be. It was like New York City on steroids, so cosmopolitan. You know, everything's like so fast-paced, like really cool, like nightlife, you know, international crowd. I really wanted to be there. So, long story short, mm. I just packed my bags and I just went. And then I crashed on my buddy's couch for the first month, and then. He kicked me out and really gave me a, like a kick in the pants I needed. And I found a job doing sourcing. I just stumbled upon that's it. Right. So mm. that's how I entered chapter two of my career. I started sourcing. Um, over time, I became the, the point person. I visited like hundreds of Chinese factories. Um, I was basically my my clients, like man on the ground. And, you know, I would do all the negotiations, the product development, quality control, shipments, coordinating, you know, dealing with all of the the things that can go wrong. So that's that was chapter two of my life. Uh, fast forward chapter three, I started selling on Amazon FBA again back in 2016. I was listening to all these podcasts and I was like, hey, you know, I, I know that I was doing e-com before and I got the sourcing part down I'm on the ground in China 2016. So um, I, that's when I started selling on FBA again. Um, I had a business partner, a good friend at that time. We launched one of our first um, private label products in the Amazon watch band category we did our own third party like watch bands and uh, we were one of the early early um sellers so we created a six-figure business out of that wow. um so that's yeah so that was like 2016 that's when i started getting back into it uh -huh. and then uh also i got married uh, that's another milestone and then that started <laughs> the next chapter of my life yeah, i was gonna I'm say like, i don't want to be yeah. yeah you know i don't I don't want to be like chained to this nine to five job and, you know, this Amazon thing, there's something here. Right. Yeah. So uh, I started selling more on Amazon and then I would go to these in-person conferences to Hong Kong, like global sources summit. I think we did bump up once or twice there in Hong Kong. Yeah. And, um, and so one thing led to another and I was started selling and um, my wife and I got pregnant with our, with our son in 2018. And then uh, she was like about to, be due and I'm, i can't i was grounded i can't just fly out to hong kong like before to attend these events right so that's when i thought why not invite these sellers to teach me online and to teach everyone else online so 2018 that's when we started seven figure seller summit so it's been entirely online since day one it's by sellers for sellers mm -hmm. um you know i spend like literally hundreds of hours trying to find the 
the right topics, mm. and, you know, curate the right speakers, ask the right questions to really deliver value for you guys. So that's kind of uh, the story of Seven Figure Seller Summit in, the nuts- in a nutshell. That's fantastic. Do you know what's amazing about this too, mate, was that you were one of the first virtual summits before the pandemic hit. So you've already got the practice and experience under your belt to be able to pull these virtual events off successfully. So anybody can tune in yeah. and, and uh, the sessions that run over a few days and and a, just a, a stellar array of fantastic speakers and experts in our space from logistics mindset through to, you know, uh, I don't know, PPC and all, all these different experts that come in and, and lots and lots of very well-known uh, people as well, you know, well known to our community that, you know, Tim Jordans and the Megla Budwajas and, and so on and so forth. So, and of course yourself. So, yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait to uh, be a part of it next week. Uh, yeah. By the way, for those that are listening in the future, I'm sorry, we are sorry, but the, can you just quickly fill us in on the dates for this event that's just coming yes. out? Yes. So, Summit 5 is launching August 16th through the 20th of 2021. And- yeah. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a five-day event. That's yes, right. And if you're listening uh, to this in 2022 or 2023 or indeed any time in the future, as long as Gary's still holding it, um, yeah, just make sure that you head to – what's the website to see where the next dates are? It's sevenfiguresellersummit.com, the number seven. Beautiful. Or you can Google it. I'm pretty sure we're the top search result, <laughs> Seven Figure Seller Summit. I hope so. Um Hey, listen. Let's let's talk about some topics. So we we jotted down some ideas um, just before we jumped on the on the recording. Um, obviously, the big one is what are seven and eight figure sellers doing to maintain their seven and eight figure per year Amazon businesses with all of the craziness that's going on with fulfillment and shipping and delays and inventory restrictions. How do they maintain these businesses? Um, yeah, what's the secret? Yeah. Is there a secret or yeah. is there a lot of combination of things that they do? I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if we can say it's a secret, but one common thread that I've noticed talking to these, these dozens of seven, eight figure sellers is these successful entrepreneurs, they're very agile. They pivot very quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So they're almost like speed boats. They're not like, like the Titanic or the ocean, you know, huge ocean liner, you know, these guys, they can swerve in and out like these storms. So for example, I spoke with an eight figure seller, Cameron Walker. Uh, he yeah. runs an Amazon based business and he's based in, in, in China and him and his family, they're, they're all, um, you know, running this Amazon business. Wow. So he said in the past six months, he literally had to revamp his entire business. All right. With this whole, perfect storm. So starting out from the uh, the logistics, when it comes to freight forward, mm. it's like, you know, obviously now, um, you know, as of right now, August, the it costs upwards of $20,000 to ship a container from Shanghai to Los Angeles. Yep. Prior to the pandemic, it was less than it was like $1,500. So we're, we're talking about over 10x increase, right? Yeah, so yeah. Cameron, you know, he had a relationship with his forwarder, but unfortunately, the numbers didn't add up. So he really had to talk to a lot of different forwarders. Uh, otherwise, if he kept on going, he would have had to eat that cost, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a silver bullet, but it does make sense to try to cut some of those expenses the best you can. So that's with the, the high shipping rates. So that's that's basically um, him then getting various quotes from other freight forwarders to try and figure out who can do it. The, the least expensively is that sort yes, of the approach yeah. that you would that he's using and you would recommend that's certainly what i've been doing i got a quote for a container um this week 
yeah. which was one of the quotes was 19,750 US. That didn't include tariffs yeah. or duties or, you know, demerge and all this other stuff that happens. Uh, and then yeah. another one was 15,000 and a half. So um, there's a yeah. big difference actually at the moment between freight forwarders and what they're quoting. Yeah, yeah. That's why you should ask around. Yep. There's, there could be big differences. I mean, they're, the forwarders are just like slapping on additional surcharges left and right. Yeah. I mean, as of August 1st, there was like another four to $6,000 surcharge. Yeah. So I, I think if anybody is coming on on top of this whole mess, it's the freight forwarders because these guys, <laughs> I mean, it's just supply and demand and yeah. they can charge as much as they want and the demand is still there. So, sure, um, sure can. you know, I, I really don't think there's a silver bullet, but it does make sense to shop around guys, um, you know, whether it's using one of the big forwarders or even, um, you know, seeing if Amazon and Global Logistics would be a good option for you. Um, and then there's Chinese freight forwarders as well. Sometimes they're able to get better rates. But that's right. That the key is you got to be agile. You got to pivot quickly. Um, and also with 3PLs. Yeah, right? that's a I good mean, Cameron. Mm. Yeah, 3PLs. I mean, Cameron had a 3PL in the US, but it was exploding. It, it just it wasn't working out for him anymore. Mm. So, I mean, he had four container loads of inventory. So he, he was literally on the phone. He was asking around uh, to try to find a 3PL that works for him. So, I mean, again, you have to pivot quickly, guys. I mean, if your 3PL is slammed, if they're not able to, to meet those shipping deadlines, mm. you know, definitely you got to look elsewhere. I mean, this year, I think that you, you really have to be agile. You have to pivot quickly. Um, so other than that, I mean, other there's other sellers that have different strategies with VPLs. One, one unique strategy that was from a, um, a seller that I was talking to, uh, Zen Chen. Mm -hmm. He's a seven-figure seller. He's originally from from China, from Yiwu, and mm. he's been living in the States for many years. And then he shared, he uses 3PLs in China. And then I asked him, why do you do that? Yeah. And he says, it, it's because, number one, the, the labor costs are lower. Uh, number two, speed. It's faster to get product from his factories in China to the Chinese 3PL. And, so, and, th and three is the cost. It's a lot cheaper. Um, but I said, but doesn't it take a long time to you know inbound your shipments from your Chinese 3PL? He says it does take time, but rather than send like three to six months of inventory, he sends LTL. So he spent, mm -hmm. he sends very small batches of inventory mm -hmm. with greater frequency. Yeah. So every two weeks he's shipping out a uh, shipment and then his forwarder consolidates shipments from China with other uh, other shipments going to Amazon FBA. So he's able to enjoy cost savings that way. So definitely check out, if you guys are interested, check out Seven Figure Seller Summit. Yeah. I mean, Cameron, Zen Chen, um, these guys, they're in it, you know, yeah. like they're not selling any courses. They're like real sellers that, you know, yeah. I just, I was able to find and there were, I mean, I was, I was just amazed they were able to share what they're doing right now to, to kind of, you know, get through this whole, um, whole challenge we're going through. Yeah. It's it just, it's a, it is chaos. I mean, we thought things were bad last year and they were bad last year, but certainly this year it hasn't really improved and we've got, we're facing different challenges as sellers this year and, um, yeah, geez, I hope yeah. that it, we, that it all starts to calm down in 2022. That's, uh. That's sort of the, everybody's yeah, trying to hang I mean, on at the it, moment. It, I know. I mean, COVID has really accelerated, accelerated everything, you know, all the changes. And yes. also you know, growth, but also you, we have to really be agile. So I would say that that's number one, one of the top takeaways that what I see seven-figure yeah. sellers are doing. Yeah. And the other thing kind of related to this is a strategy, I mean, is, to, is diversification, right? Everyone knows this. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. What right? do you mean about so, that, though? Like, is that... What sort of baskets are we talking here? Freight forwarding baskets or just product baskets? Definitely. It, it's from A to Z, right. from products, you know, number one, 
I know a lot of sellers, they have a hero product that's doing the line share of your sales. Mm-hmm. And they have like a couple other products are like minions, right? They're kind of like yeah. trickling yeah. in. <laughs> um, that That's obviously, I mean, you know, I, I'm guilty of the same as well. I think yeah. that's how we all start, right? Yeah. But I mean, that's very risky. And, you know, nowadays, um, you know, what What if uh, you get suspended? And what if, you know, this, mm-hmm. that, or the other thing happens with your your product. So definitely build a brand, especially by building a brand, a product line, a brand portfolio Yes, uh, that helps di- diversify your, your product risk. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also helps boost your potential exit Correct. if you decide to sell. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the aggregators like Thrasio, which is one of our sponsors, yeah. um, you know, they definitely like to see that if you have a brand portfolio. So I would say, you know, don't put all your eggs in one product basket. Mm-hmm. And then also um, one thing that a lot of sellers overlook is sourcing um, i'm surprised a lot of you know even big seven figure sellers it's all coming out from one factory you know that's that's risky as well if you put all your eggs in one factory basket you know what if they raise the material cost price on you what if they start facing delays and mm. you know what if god forbid someone gets COVID, right and one of the, the eight yeah. figure sellers i spoke with said that one of his factories in china um you know that region someone got covid the whole place had to get shut down and they're still waiting to to figure this out right so yeah. definitely you know look have a backup plan don't put all your eggs in one basket or, or um, indeed and, one country in, in many cases as well and I yes, think that's, that's yes, something yes. that megla will probably want to talk about too exactly yeah, yeah. that's the perfect segue i was going to mention oh. don't put all your eggs in one country basket you know we're seeing a lot of sellers looking at india uh megla bardwash and mark jolly gave an excellent session on 10 insider strategies to source from india yep. um so definitely you know don't Put all your risks there and actually as of this week chris I, you probably saw this on the news as well um the one of the the largest chinese ports uh the port of ningbo yeah. uh the, the may mayan uh terminal is shut down as of this week because someone a worker got covid there yep. so all of the freights all the containers all of the ships everything has come to a stop this is the fifth busiest port in the world if you can imagine that so if you had all of your Imagine if you had all of your inventory, your product yeah. in one container. It was about to board the boat, and now the port shut down. What are you going to do? Right? Well, there's nothing you can so, do. You cooked. Yeah, You're I totally mean, cooked. I mean, what what we're seeing is some some um, some people are trying to quickly pivot. Right, mm-hmm. going back to agility. Right. Move it to the port of Shanghai. Yes. Right. If you look at the map, it's like couple hours away i mean you're going to pay a little bit more you're going to lose some time but it's, it beats like trying to bang your head against the wall right yeah. i mean well you got you, know, you when, have no control when you're having to wait for yeah. for the port to reopen you've got no idea when that's actually going to happen um if you're getting exactly. at least you're getting some movement you're getting something happening and you're getting it to shanghai and then it's obviously it's it's been booked and shoved on a boat and and hopefully on its way yeah. you know while yeah yeah so i mean same with shipping you know that if you put imagine if you had all of your product in that one container and it it got stuck what are you going to do right so you know don't put all your your inventory in one boat you know definitely have some inventory reserve stock you know whether it's a 3pl uh what and you know you you want to have stock in inventory you want to have some stock in production at the factory as well right so you don't you have to, you know, this way you can diversify your your risk. Mm. And also, I would say in terms of selling, right? I mean, obviously, Amazon is the biggest platform. Uh, recently, as we saw in the news, Walmart has overtaken eBay as the second largest third-party online marketplace. So yeah. um, our, our buddy Tim Jordan gave an excellent training on 
how to sell in Walmart, what type of products work well, how to get approved, um, you know, how their fulfillment works. Obviously, Walmart isn't going to be like a get rich quick strategy. It's not as big as Amazon, but at the same time, it does make sense to diversify and, and to see. And so, you know, yeah. you're not, you don't have all your eggs in, in the Amazon basket. So I would say, um, yeah, diversification, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's critical yeah. this year. That also speaks a lot about mindset too, doesn't it? Because, you know, you, you've you sort of talked about how agile these seven and eight-figure sellers are and, and indeed many six-figure sellers and probably even five-figure sellers having to be pretty agile at the moment. Yeah. But I think if you go in yeah. there with a defeatist attitude or you have that mentality yeah. of just, oh, well, you know, what can I do, da-da-da, that, yeah. that's a recipe for disaster, frankly. And um it's not a way yeah, to build, build yeah. a business. So you need to be fairly aggressive, very agile, um, very lateral yeah. in the way that you're thinking about solving problems. And the other thing I'd probably mention as well is that if you're really just trying to nut all this stuff out on your own, then you need to join groups. You need to join, you know, like the Endgame Network or my uh, Facebook group and, and and or, you know, any WeChat groups, any groups that you can find where you can network with people that are doing the same thing as you that are solving problems and can help you to to solve those problems. Um you know, that you encounter along the way and anything you can do to help other people solve their problems that you might have come up with a solution for. Yeah. You know, that's sort of how networking yeah. works, right? So that's super important. hundred oh, percent. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better, Chris. I mean, definitely consider uh, Chris's community. And during the, the week of our summit, at the end of every day, you know, we created something uh, really cool that you guys might be interested in is we have a live daily recap uh, Q&A hour. So we're inviting back all of our presenters, all of our sellers, our e-com experts to come on live. So you guys are invited to come on and ask them questions. Fantastic. So if you're stuck, you know, now's your chance to ask that that question that, you know, could help you break through, right? And at the same time, this way you can surround yourself with like-minded entrepreneurs, e-commerce sellers. So you're not just, you know, yeah. kind of like just stuck, you know, by yourself, right? So I think that's something that, you know, we're really, you know, we've heard a lot of feedback about that. And, That's great, Gary. You know, I, you know I, I'm, I'm isolated as well. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm in Japan That's and right. I don't know any other sellers near me. And, <laughs> you know, I'd probably be going crazy if I wasn't able to connect with, you know, yeah, yeah. guys like Chris, right? So definitely, I think mindset-wise, that, that's one of the benefits as well, whether it's a Facebook group or um, an online event such as Seven Figure Seller Summit. Gary, I know we're, we're pretty limited on time and you've only got a few more minutes left before you need to race off to your next meeting. But um you can you maybe just give us a bit of a rundown of the agenda and who's speaking you've mentioned a few names already um is, uh, and some of the topics too so just just yeah, recap yeah. some of the, that information if you get um the opportunity yeah for sure a second that'd be so yeah so our summit is uh split into five days mm -hmm. so it's in five phases so every day there's a theme so it's kind of like the natural growth of a business right so day one um, August 16th, the theme is mindset and the fundamentals, mm -hmm. right? So we'll talk about different, you know, like the mindset strategies, the fundamental things when it comes to uh, sourcing, uh, you know, sourcing, uh, we have, you know, sourcing from India, uh, product selection. Mm -hmm. uh, we have John Tilly from Zanguru, how to use data to sell in different Amazon global marketplaces. Right. Australia is really getting a lot of traction. Yeah, and we also have um, Cameron Walker. Um, he's an eight-figure seller that we mentioned earlier. He was very transparent, the lessons he's learned so far this year. Mm -hmm. you know, all of the things he's dealing with to continue to grow his eight-figure business, I think that would be super useful. Um, also, uh, defense. Okay, mm. guys, don't forget defense. What do you mean? Because this could help protect your business, yes. 
lab testing. Okay, oh, lab yes. testing certification for e-commerce sellers. Yep. Definitely, you don't want to get hit with that suspension. You don't want to get that letter from Amazon like asking you to produce that certification in like <laughs> guess what, you know, Gary? Seven days. I got one. Yeah. I got one this morning. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> did you really? Yep, seriously, did get one this morning. But luckily, I've got the certification, so hopefully, wow. Well, you got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, so definitely, if you're prepared like Chris, you're okay. But if you're not. I highly recommend you check out the session on day one, August 16th yeah. by Rahul Chavala from Kima. He's a yeah, specialist probably, yeah. when it comes to lab testing quality control. Yeah. So that's day one. Day two is all about marketing, branding, PPC, you know, Amazon. PPC is becoming more and more critical. It's a pay-to-play game. Like, you know, we have two PPC experts on YouTube Java. She's talking about the 80-20 of PPC. Um, Ellis Whitehead from Databrill. Um, he's going wow. to talk about PPC best practices. I mean, he's like yeah. the doctor he's, behind that. Yeah, he's a professor yeah. of, of PPC. Yeah, he is. He, he he's he's amazing, and that's right. try to keep up with him. I mean, he's nah. like, you know, he he's a beast. You know, he's and he doesn't usually talk. No. you know, outside of Danny's podcast, right. but you know, we're we're able to to get, and we're very fortunate. Mm. Um, also, external traffic we're seeing is more and more important, as you guys probably hear about the Amazon brand referral bonus, yep. uh, the 10% cash back. Massive. I mean, the 10% Amazon fees back. Right. We have Paul Harvey. Yeah. He's going to walk you through how to set that up. I've got Paul coming um, on the show next week, actually. So I'm excited to be, re- to be, awesome, to be doing awesome. a session about that with him. Yeah. yeah. As a next Paul podcast. Amazing. One, yeah. 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 So we, we also have ways to drive external traffic. Um, Mike Jackness is talking about that. Brian Johnson. Yes. He's like the godfather of PPC. Mm. I mean, I've been following him since like day one. So he really, he's doing something different. He's really talking about uh, teaching you in this training, listing optimization for Amazon, how to stand out from the competition and how to uh, beat your competition. And he does, uh, he's going to do a live teardown um, using uh, cake decorating kits. It's like one of the most saturated niches, <laughs> yeah. but it's really interesting yeah. what, what you'll see there. Nice. So that's day two. Day three is all about scaling your business. Um, we have Sharon Evans. She's going to teach you how to price your products higher. So you can sell less but make more profit. Um, we also have uh, the future video in e-commerce on TikTok. We have Mayan Gordon. She has 2 million followers on TikTok. She's going to show you how to leverage video marketing for e-com. That's, that's another big thing. Um, we, we have so much. I wish you guys could, could see the whole schedule. Day four is all about like profitability. I'm just going to run right through this. Yeah, just keep going. That's right. okay with you. And yeah, day four is all, all about profitability, so you can keep more money in your in your pockets. Norm Farrar, he's going to talk about how to save money sourcing from China. Um, this okay, this one topic we were able to get Chelsea Cohen from So Stocked talking about inventory management, how not to run out of stock. Okay, So Stocked is like one of the secret weapons that uh, several of the sellers are using. I was able to get her, and she's going to walk you through inventory forecasting, inventory management, how many, how much orders to place from China or India, how much to drip feed through your 3PL. Um, I think that's super useful. Yep. Um, funding, we have Don Hennick talking about funding for Amazon sellers so you can get more cash flow. Uh, Tyler Jeffco is talking about profitability. He's like the seller accountant. He works with dozens of seven figure yeah. sellers. He's talking about ways to incre- increase your profit. And then uh, day five is the last day. Exits, mm-hmm. structuring your business to sell it. Uh, we have a one eight-figure seller sharing his exit story. Josh Dietrich, um, he he exited his brand for over eight figures. Wow. Um, we also have, um, I mean, we have we have uh, Thrasio is talking about brand strategies to apply today for an acquire acquirable business tomorrow. And then we also have um, Eric Dahl. He's 
built three seven-figure Amazon builds businesses. He sold one of them for six figures. He's he's a digital nomad. Um, so it's a, it's a different you know perspective. And also um, to close out, we have some people talking about how to avoid um, costing mistakes when exiting uh, defense. Right. This is from C.J. Rosenbaum, yeah. our, our friend. Yeah. And um, also we have. Um, after the sale, like nobody talks about this, what to do after the, the sale, right? You know, in terms of like uh, non-competes, in terms of agreements, what you can do, what you can't do in your business, you're structuring it. Yeah. Um, Yael Cavalli, you know, she's, yeah, yeah. she's going to talk about that as well. And so you guys will get like the full um, spectrum, the full gamut mm. A to Z. I, I hope that will be helpful for you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the long run. <laughs> <laughs> That's no problem at all. I love the A to Z bit too there. It reminds me of another company and how it brands. Um, it's everything from A to Z, I think they mentioned. can't remember the name of that company though, Gary. I think that was Amazon, <laughs> right? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> <It> is, yeah. <laughs> Just getting there. Hey, listen, yeah, uh, yeah. so how, how can we sign up for the summit? Uh, I'm assuming yeah. that we go you know, go full circle. We go back to sevenfiguresellersummit.com, yeah? That's right. You can get a free pass where you can get uh, a ticket to watch each day sessions for 24 hours mm -hmm. once they launch at sevenfiguresellersummit.com. And um, we also have an all-access pass if you want to unlock all sessions for you know full lifetime access. That's available. But if you want to just catch some sessions first, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg, guys. If you want to catch the full session, yeah. highly recommend you guys check it out. And um, hopefully it can help you guys really navigate the perfect storm so you can come out on top or at least survive this Q4 <laughs> for next year. Sounds good, Gary. If somebody is listening in the future, like in a month or so two from now, can they can they still buy uh, recordings of the sessions? Is that possible, do you think? Um, we we will have it available. Mm -hmm. it, will, it will be recorded. It will be available in the future. Right. And as of now, we're running the summit every six months. So maybe it will be summit six yes. or even summit seven by the time they, they see it there. Because <laughs> ecom ecom years are like dog years. <laughs> like one year in ecom is like seven years. We we can barely keep up with all the changes. I got it, Chris. I'm sure you, you know what. I, I sure do. Right? Uh, do you know? Do you know? I got a I just quickly. I got a birthday card from my daughter, and on the front of the card, there was a picture of a dog, and it and it, and it just simply said, "In dog years." Dot dot dot. And then when I opened it up, it, it said, "You're dead." <laughs> it's like thanks <laughs> well we don't definitely don't want that to happen to you chris that's right we don't want that to happen to everyone else so hopefully the summit and the seven figure sellers can help you guys survive and thrive in ecom this year gary just quickly how do we get in touch with you if we if if we can if we want to yeah definitely you can uh send me an email gary at 8020 sourcing.com mm -hmm. And that's the best way to reach me. I'm a little behind on my emails, so forgive me if it is late. Um, but yeah, I'm also on Instagram, Gary Huang eighty twenty. Um, that's just my name in eighty twenty. So yeah, thank you for the time, and hopefully, hope to see you guys at the summit. Absolutely, I can't wait, Gary. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and great to catch up with you again. It's been way too long between catch ups, so thanks, yeah, man. It's my yeah, it's my pleasure, Chris. Hope everything is well, and hopefully, we can catch up in real life soon. Me too, buddy. <laughs> All the best. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.